Welcome. I'm Pamela Fagan Hutchins, and you found the Wine, Women, and Writing podcast slash videocast. And if you are watching it as a videocast, you know that I have on x-ray vision glasses that are probably like glaring your eyes off. So I'm going to squint instead of blind you and taking off my glasses. Woo, that's great. I can't see a thing. Um, so this is the show where I talk mostly, I've got to say, with other writers that write great female characters. Occasionally, we let uh, a mezcal men and mystery type of show slip into the lineup. But today, we're sticking with what we love, which is authentic, complex female characters, the authors that write them, and hopefully some sharing of some great stories or real life experiences that really bring these characters to life and make them jump off the page. If you want to see some of the past shows, or even better, if you want to join me for upcoming shows and get the books and read them ahead of time, because I really run this like Pamela's personal book club. So um, you can go out to my website, PamelaFaganHutchins.com, and all the old and new shows are um, posted out there, as well as my books, which it wouldn't hurt my feelings at all if you read. Um, I've got a new one coming out next week. It's Buckle Bunny. And on its first release, it was a USA Today bestseller. And this is a re-release. And it's part of the Maggie series that is part of, in turn, the What Doesn't Kill You mystery series. So go get you some. But pending that, before that, I have something even better, which is I have a guest today coming all the way to me in Wyoming and you on the internet from Georgia, and it's Bethany Lopez, USA Today bestselling author herself. Welcome, Bethany. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have you. Um, I first became aware of you. You and I corresponded maybe a year or so ago um, when um, I was doing looking around for other authors that wrote things that were similar and doing all this promotional stuff. And I found you and you were so freaking nice. <laughs> so I was, I was very happy when the opportunity came up later with this podcast. And so for you that haven't read the book that I read in preparation for the show today, it's called A Splash of Vanilla, and it's part of the Three Sisters Catering Series. So we're going to talk to um, Bethany about that, about living in exotic places, about um, unruly golden retrievers, whatever we can think of. So Bethany, tell us a little bit about your series. You're one of many series, but your Three Sisters <laughs> Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, three Sisters Catering. Um, it's about three sisters who uh, open a business together, and it comes to me because I always love to write and talk and eat food. Um, I'm a, a foodie. I uh, had, was a cook in the Air Force originally many moons ago, and then I, while we were in Guam, I went to culinary school, so I'm now a chef, even though I just use it for my own personal enjoyment. But So I love writing about food, and it made sense for me to write about um, three sisters in the food industry. And running a business together. So that's how that kind of came together. It must be so different cooking for uh, cooking in the Air Force versus culinary school. Yes. Um, <laughs> so one, one seems a little rougher than the other. <laughs> that's why, um, you know, initially when I went in to the Air Force in 96, shh, don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so they, right. <laughs> they give you like a crash course kind of in uh, six weeks of 
you know, how to cook for in large quantities, more like batch cooking, um, as well as like, you know, a lot of breakfast, um, kind of diner style, like just making 10 omelets at a time, like as people are coming through the line. So, um, you know, that was just kind of the down and dirty, how to cook and then, um, follow how to follow recipe cards and all that. And then culinary school was great for me older, you know, later in life that I actually really got to enjoy it and um, learn all the different styles and techniques and everything. So it, it was a totally different experience, but I think, I think I appreciated it more now than I would have when I was younger. Well, I just picture 10 omelets at once <laughs> in a hurry coming through line. And that sounds super stressful. <laughs> I have oh, five I have I think I had it down. I would be out there just. <laughs> uh, that is cool. So now culinary school, did you do it back in the States? Did you do it in Guam? Um, how did I did that it go? in Guam. Yes, they had a program there. Um, and so it was an associate's degree and a culinary degree or certification. So um, since we were there for three years, I decided why not knock it out two while I was there um, and do something I'd always wanted to do. So. I was lucky. That's really, that's really cool. So you don't have like these flashbacks where you think I'm dying to get in the kitchen and cook for 70 people at once. You no. you're now pretty happy. <laughs> just <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> so now, uh, and you, you say you're a foodie, you're a foodie, you're a wine and coffee person too, like yes. um, myself. I, well, it's too early. I don't have a glass of wine. I drank my coffee. Now I'm <laughs> sucking down sweet tea, like I'm in Georgia. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> do, you drink, do you drink sweet tea? I have to ask because you're not from Georgia. It's kind of a requirement. No, I don't. Um, I, I try to stay away from sugar when I can, so I don't. But when I was younger, when I was stationed in Texas, I used to love sweet tea then, but not, uh, not so much. Yeah, I try to stay away from sugar too, but I was telling Bethany earlier, I re- we rent out three stories of our house um, on Airbnb and there was all these kids running around so I couldn't podcast there. So I came down to my parents' house and all they had in the refrigerator was sweet tea and I think I'm I think my thighs are exploding as we're as I'm drinking this. But um with with respect to uh, living in Georgia, you are you're not a southerner. You're no. you're really from all over the place, right? Yes, uh, I'm originally from Michigan, uh, but I also grew up a little bit in Texas and in Michigan. So we kind of my mother was military as well, so um, a little bit of both there. And then I left um, in '96 for the military, and I've lived all over since then. Yeah, with um, with the Texas thing, I got a lot of Texas um, listeners and readers. Where in Texas? Did you spend mostly in San Antonio? Uh, we also lived outside of San Antonio and Lacoste for a while. Um, but yeah, most San Antonio is where I consider my home in Texas. So I interrupted right as we were starting to talk about three sisters, and I really want to talk about it and the series in the book because you've got exciting news about a spinoff that's going right. on. So tell us a bit about a splash of vanilla and okay. we'll work our way through. Okay, a splash of vanilla, and here's the pretty cover. I love these covers so much for this whole series. My cover designer really outdid herself there. Um, I love love those covers too. And if you're on podcast instead of video cast, well, then it sucks to be you because those are really pretty. Go look them up online. (laughs) 
Thank you. Um, yeah, she, I loved him. Um, totally different than anything that of my other books. And I, I just love him. But A Splash of Vanilla is the third and final book in that trilogy. Each one is about a different sister. So they're all standalones, but they're interconnected, which I love to write a lot is interconnected series. Um, and in this one, awesome. Drew is the um, third sister and she um, hires a uh, private detective who's been throughout the other books as well, Mick, and he's kind of one of the friends and she hires him to find their dad who abandoned them when they were little. So that kind of gets them together and they go on their own little journey. Um, and there is a little bit, um, I wouldn't say the first one, but the second, third one, there's also a little bit of suspense, which I like to add in to my books as well. Um, especially since he's a PI, um, it kind of fits with his career. So um, this one's about them. And then also a lot of fun is his mom. And in this, like, I love writing colorful characters and comedy. And so she's really the comic relief in this book. So yeah, it's a, it's a fun one. And I really enjoyed it. First of all, I was telling Bethany that I listened to it on audio and here this now, after talking to you, I love this coincidence. I was walking on the San Antonio river walk for most of the time. I listened to a splash of vanilla. I was there. Oh, that's My husband had a conference. And so I just went on the river walk and I would walk and listen to your book. Um, and so it was now that I know that that's a, one of the places you consider home. That's super cool. Um, what I enjoyed about this book was the fact that you were able to marry the suspense with the romance. In fact, there's a, um, I think the way that you describe on your website, what you do is you write a lot of genres, but there's always romance in them. Yes. Tell me, tell me why you always include romance or tell the listeners why. Okay. <laughs> um, gosh, because, you know, love is the whole reason we're here. I think it's kind of the best, um, whether it's in a song or it's in a movie or a TV show or a book, that's always that underlying element that kind of brings you in and, and ties ties you into the story because everybody wants to be in love or everybody remembers that feeling of falling in love and um, there's just nothing like it. I love hearing you say that. That's that's how I feel as well. And I, I love how you describe that no matter what form of what we think of it of, as entertainment yes. it is that <laughs> element of love seems to always be there, whether it's a bad break or whether it's the happy part or whatever. And I loved that about the book is that I could feel that suspense. And we had the, the little bit of mystery going on or really more suspense with her looking for the girl's father with, um, without their consent. So there's a really, uh, sister angst element that's building and working up in this entire book. And so how that ends up resolving itself is, is one of the best pieces of payoff in the book. The romance is great. So how did you come up with this particular story? Was this something that was organic to you after the other books? Did you get the idea from somewhere? Spill it girl. <laughs> yes. I think, um, they all kind of happen organically. I guess while I'm writing one, then you start piecing in and you think, oh, this will be, he's actually a good guy for her. And so you start kind of spinning that in the back while you're writing the other one. Um, so it plays out a little bit in the second one where in the background, there's stuff going on with Drew that you don't know about yet, but you'll find out in, in her book. So um, yeah, it just kind of all ties together that way. And Actually, funnily, when I first started 
the series, um, I, I was going to make it more of like that they were going to be witches. I don't know. And I don't know when it changed, but it's like they were three sisters and they were trying to sing together. And there was this whole thing with their mother passed away, and, but she was kind of there guiding them. And um, that was my initial thought. And then I was like, what am I? I'm not going to write witches. Like, <laughs> for me, if it's. Do you, you know, write any? Do you write any paranormal? I have, um, I do have a pen name, um, and that's more like Shifters. Um, So that's uh, DJ Bryce is the pen name. And so I've done Shifter series under that. And then one of my earlier books, a YA, upper YA book, is more of like a fantasy about a fairy godmother. And and that had a lot of word digging. And that took me like, I think that's the book that it took me the longest to write because it was way out of my comfort zone. And there was a lot of... um, What's the word? Oh, research. Yeah, like, like just a lot of research, a lot of world building. And so um, that's, it. I've never written witches. I think it was more <laughs> like, I love Nora Roberts, you know, um, and sometimes yeah. when she has those magical elements in there and it, that had this feeling to me, but I ended up just making it contemporary instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture it now, like the, right. um, which is a beast, you know, case. Right. <laughs> 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 that would be kind of fun. They could do yeah. some crazy things to people with um, food witchery. Yes. Yes. And the food. <laughs> so when you, um, when you got through or you started writing this series, did you picture continuing it past the three sisters originally? No. And it was going to be three and done. Yes. Yes. But something happened. <laughs> But while I was writing Drew's book, I wanted to give it, you know, kind of more drama, more tension. And so when she does find their father, she also finds out that he has this whole other family that she doesn't, didn't know anything about, that none of them knew about. Okay. So that, for those of you that haven't read Splash of <laughs> but it's an important one because there's a new series that came out. This, this week, week that features <laughs> the spoiler guys. <laughs> uh, and so that is, um, yeah, it's uh, the first one about the brothers. Um, hot. And so she just showed a hot cover again. <laughs> I'm not watching. You missed out because that boy is cute. Um, and so which brother you started with? I started with their oldest brother, Ridge. They're still younger, probably about a decade younger than the sisters. So they're college age. So it kind of transitions from this adult contemporary series into a more of a new adult college series. Um, just because I kind of wanted to do something different. I just, uh-huh. you know, I completed the sisters and I also completed a five book series that I had been writing at the same time as that, which was also adult contemporary. And so I wanted to do something different. Um, and I do <laughs> all these series. I also have a <laughs> Are, Are you confused? Because I just got confused for a second. I had to kind of like hold on with you. <laughs> like, wait, wait, okay. So yeah, I completed the two series, but there's also another series that is um, adult, more along the lines of the suspense. And that is, I think, how we initially met was through the Cupcake series because she exactly. is a PI. Yeah. And so those I am still writing as well, kind of in the background. And that's, you know, when I get tired of writing the same thing. And so then I'll put in a cupcakes book because that's, you know, fun and exciting and suspenseful. And um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of change lanes again. And after writing a series for two years, you need something else. So although it's the same 
family, and you'll get a glimpse of the sisters, it's a different feel to it. I am so with you on that, sister. <laughs> I don't know how people do the same protagonist for 26 books in the alphabet. <laughs> right. She's awesome. But yes. I get so bored. I get to the third book generally, and I'm like, just when people are starting to say, I love her, write more. And I'm like, I could just die. If I, <laughs> you know, if you lived with nothing but that person in your head, you'd get tired right. of them. So, okay, let's spend somebody off. I love that you do that. And, and what a fun thing to switch to now, because upper YA college boys versus adult contemporary, yes. that's a super different thing. And it's not just that they leave their clothes on the floor and, you know, <laughs> drink till they whatever it is they do right it's it's super different how different to switch from writing women men have you male protagonists for in any of your series um almost all of my series I I do okay I've got a really great um you were good again Okay. okay so I was asking have you written male protagonists before uh, besides alternating point of view, but right. straight up male. Yeah. You know, usually it's, I do the alternating. So I do the male and female. Um, I think all of them other than the cupcakes is only the female perspective in all of them. Okay. Um, because that's my only continuation series. The rest are all usually about a couple. And I like to write both um, the yeah. male and female of the, so you get both sides. Yeah. Do you like to write men or female, uh, women better? Um, I don't think I have a preference. They're both fun in their own way. You know, it's, it's fun to kind of get into the the head, the, <laughs> the mind of a man sometimes and hope that you're doing it right. Um, but yeah, they're both, they're both fun. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, last year wrote my first one where I decided to alternate points of view because I've done mysteries, more like cupcakes, you know, more yes. that kind of uh, book. It was really fun. I really enjoyed it. I missed him when I switched to writing a mystery and stuck with just the female point of view. I really missed him. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have a crush. I'm not sure. <laughs> I told my husband, who's the one that's most like you? Sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So the first one has come out yes. and you planned three in that group as well because it's three brothers, right? Yes, but I already think, and at having people, the feedback I'm getting is because this one's called Frat House Confessions, Ridge, and Ridge is the first brother. And so it'll be yeah. you know, different Frat House Confessions for each brother. But now they're like, well, there's other guys in the frat other than just the brothers. So what about, you know, this guy's story or this guy's story? So that one's more open-ended where it's not just, it doesn't have to be just about the three brothers. I think the three brothers will go first and then we'll maybe continue on. Is it a sexier series? Because I found the book Splash of Vanilla. It was plenty sexy. But, you know, is this as an older YA or maybe a new adult, um, you know, age? Is it a sexier series than The Three Sisters? I think it's about the same. I feel like my steam or sexy level is the same in all of them. I don't know if any of them are are racier than the others. I I feel like it's just whatever goes with the story. Like... um, yeah, if it fits, it fits. But uh, <laughs> I think it's so about the same. Yeah, your readers are really liking the idea of getting back and thinking about that happy time in their life in their late teens, early twenties, and right. um, 
and who the guys are with and what they're doing. And is it, um, is it suspense or is it, how would you classify it genre wise? No, no, no. It's, um, it's not suspense. It's more just kind of a romantic comedy. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Like the first one is more kind of like a, she's all that. Do you remember that movie? Like where they're doing the makeover yes, and the fake relationship. And th- so that's kind of what that is, that feel. Um, so no suspense and needs yet, but. <laughs> but comedy. So that's, yes. I, I like that. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> now, do you have, um, what's coming up next? What's your next release going to be? And what are you working on now? Because it sounds like you've got six or seven going on at once. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, well, I did start um, the second one, which will be about Wes, which is um, the second oldest brother. And then I have a PNR coming under my pen name, um, will be coming in the fall. And I want to write another Cupcakes book just because I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, it's already been over a year almost since the last one. I need to get back in and, and be able to hang out with my girls again and <laughs> kind of have the fun storytelling and do another one of those. So. Uh, yeah. So if people are wanting to go out and get more information about all things, Bethany and all of these series Mm -hmm. and her various pen names, the best place (laughs) to go is. Um, probably my website is, uh, Bethany Lopez author.com. Uh, that will have everything, you know, in one spot. Um, of course, Amazon and BookBub. Um, but those are broken up from Bethany Lopez or DJ Bryce, but yeah. Cool. Um, and so now that you're in Georgia, I just, uh, you, you've got a, more change coming up. I think you were telling me that your husband is about to celebrate retirement. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I retired back, back in 2014 and now he is retiring this year. So, um, He's, he's home from Guam. Um, we came ahead of him. So he finally got here last month. And so he's just now kind of enjoying a little bit of relaxation time and hanging out and getting to know the area and everything. And he said, he still feels like he's on vacation. I actually retired, but <laughs> it's real. You said he was telling me earlier, guys, that he's getting so close that he's growing his facial hair, which is a big deal. Yes. <laughs> Yes. After 26 years of having to shave every day, he's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to both of you on that. I hope that it's um, a lot of fun. The, um, the, the last thing I want to tell you guys, I always forget to do this at the beginning. So here's where I tell you that this has been, is, and always will be a copyrighted and solely owned production of Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, with many thanks to our wonderful producer, Pam Stack. Hi, Pam. Um, I remembered. Yay. <laughs> and next week, I'm going to be, actually, I think I'm going to be on hiatus for two weeks because um, we've got a bunch of family stuff going on. But um, check out the website and you'll see who's coming up next, the last two weeks of July. And while you're there, click over and get a copy of. If you haven't read the first book in the Three Sisters series, go out and get the first one so you can read through and catch up now with the guys and starting with Ridge. (laughs) Bethany, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate that you stuck with me. We had scheduling challenges earlier in the year, but we figured it out and we got together and I've loved it. Thank you so much for having me. For the rest of you, I... 
You're so welcome. For the rest of you, go out there and read a good book. Be sure next week to download my buckle bunny so that it can have a nice, happy release day and Maggie will feel loved. Goodbye to everyone. I'll see you in two weeks. And Bethany, thanks, thanks again. Thank you.